Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is building our future. This is a unique time in the history of St. Michael. God is calling us to take courageous steps forward. Together, we will build a future where the kingdom of God can be seen and known in new ways. As the psalmist says, send out your light and your truth that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. A reading from Revelation chapter 19. Then I saw heaven opened, and there was a white horse. Its rider is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and wages war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems. And he has a name inscribed that no one knows but himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, wearing fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a scepter of iron. He will thread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God and Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh he has a name inscribed, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Here ends the reading. I believe I've confessed this before, but I love scary movies. Whenever someone learns that about me, they're often a bit surprised. Perhaps being a priest communicates something sweet and gentle, or perhaps something virtuous and good, and when I say I love scary movies, that seems to contradict what most people think they know about a priest. Now, I've always been fascinated with scary movies, even as a child, and I remember once in college, a friend of mine gifted the movie Shrek to me because he said my DVD collection was way too dark and I needed at least one comedy on my shelf. Now, beyond the fun of being scared, I believe my fascination with scary movies rests on my belief that evil is real. I believe there is a powerful force in the world that goes beyond the surface level dangers and uncertainty we experience day to day. I believe there is a darkness that tries to push into the world and into our own souls and that God's presence, Jesus's presence in our lives is partly to help us keep that evil at bay. Even more, I believe Jesus' mission, the mission of the word that became flesh, of God's own agency and authority, is manifest in the world to defeat the evil for good. I think about my love of scary movies and the idea of true evil whenever I read Revelation, and today is no different. Revelation is the final book in our Bible, and Revelation is not for the faint of heart. The images in this grand story are visceral and fantastic and cosmic. Today, we hear a passage that comes toward the end of the great story. Now, I would be remiss not to encourage you to read Revelation all the way through at least once. If you never have, take time to read it. Not only is Revelation an incredible story, but I believe Revelation gives us a way of understanding the cosmic reality and mission of Christ in an incredible way. In today's passage, the final moment of the final battle has come. This is the moment when God's word, the everlasting word made flesh, triumphs over the beast and the false prophet and casts them into the lake of fire. These two evil beings who have ravaged the world and torn people apart and laid waste to God's beautiful creation are finally put down and cast away. In the arc of this cosmic story, God has triumphed over evil 
but that triumph came at a cost. God's love for us, for all humanity and the creation, is true. True love means that God loves us unconditionally, but God does not coerce anyone to reciprocate his love. God has called to people over and over again throughout time and know that God's love is made most complete in the word made flesh in Jesus Christ. We have seen God's love extended to us countless times, but because love is true, we are given the choice to love in return. Now we know the world is scary, but the promise God makes to us is that in the end, love will triumph over evil. In the end, hope will triumph over despair. In the end, pain and fear will be no more because God's love will conquer all. Now, today, we have a choice. God loved us yesterday and God loves us today. I'll say that again. God loved you yesterday and God loves you today. God is part of our grand love story and God is asking us to put love first. God is asking us to love him and to share that perfect love with others and with ourselves. What I'm proposing, the way to fully love God back is hard. None of us are strong on our own to return God's love every day, but together we are stronger. Together we can hold one another up and encourage one another toward a life of love that overcomes all the pain of this world. At St. Michael, we are committed to this life of love together. The hope we share calls us into true commitment, each and every one of us. You are invited into this community of life and love. You are invited to invest yourself, to commit yourself to our shared mission. You are invited to put love first and to love God back with such passion that you and me and everyone in our community is transformed by God. We know the end of the story. We have seen the great power of love. Today, may we claim the courage to live our lives with the confidence that when we commit, God's salvation story will become our salvation story, and in doing so, be part of transforming our world. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, whose blessed Son came into the world, that he might destroy the works of the devil, and make us children of God and heirs of eternal life, grant that having this hope, we may purify ourselves as he is pure, that when he comes again with power and great glory, we may be made like him in his eternal and glorious kingdom, where he lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.